You're tuned in to the first inaugural edition of Pusher Mania's podcast, the companion show to Pusher Mania's playlist that happens every Thursday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Time on Radio Chaos, live from Austin, Texas, chaosradioaustin.org. But today is a whole new day, a whole new thing. My brother Jay Money is in the city from San Antonio right now. This is his beat you hear right here underneath us right here as we inaugurate the first show. Jay Money, what's up, brother? What go down? What's going down, man? Man, it's all about you today, dude. I appreciate you coming down because I know uh, I've been following you for a few years now. I love, and I've stated very publicly that I think San Antonio, quality-wise, hip-hop-wise, like San Antonio is is one of the coolest cities musically in the last few years as far as in the underground for me. I love the quality of music that comes out of there. It's not a carbon copy of Houston. It's its own thing. And I think you've got a lot of unique artists down there. Tell me a little bit about yourself and where you come from because I don't think... You know, a lot of people don't even think about San Antonio when it comes to music, let alone hip-hop. Nah, not at all, man. I'm glad that's, that's something that's definitely, you know, sad in this interview, man. Uh, San Antonio, I would definitely say, is a huge melting pot, man. I was born and raised there. You know, I'm still, you know, young and old at the same time, 25 years old, you know, still out here grinding and getting to it. Um, but I've definitely seen the evolution through myself, the progression as well, and I've seen it in everybody else that comes from the city, especially even uh, the new breed of artists that are coming out. There's still a lot of young talent that's still, you know, prevailing here and there um, and doing a lot of great things to make an impact. So I think, you know, you're definitely spot on with, you know, the way that you detail the city, and I think that's something that we take great pride in is giving people some kind of new, um, authentic, original way of, thinking a way of believing and understanding because uh, like you said not even many people talk about san antonio in the realms of music or entertainment for that matter and i think that there's so much from the art to film to design to i mean so many other aspects of culture and art that we could provide for you know the whole world as a entertainment platform and we have a lot to show so um like i said for myself it's just about getting these records out getting you know these instrumentals to the right artists and make sure that we just make some quality music you know in the time being and we can't forget the Spurs either, of course. Now, what a lot of people don't think about with San Antonio is this one of the biggest cities in the country. I mean, it's it's got to be top ten. I could be wrong. I don't know all my city uh, population uh, numbers off the top of my head. But San Antonio is a massive metropolitan city, man. And you've got everything down there that any big city does. You're just kind of stuck, what they say, like towards the bottom of the map maybe. One of the things uh, I remember about San Antonio, though, coming up was one thing they did talk about was the metal scene there. Like, that was crazy did that have i mean just you know i know you're a hip-hop dude and all that but did you see that coming up did you see like the crazy because you're at your age i bet you when you were in junior high and high school you were surrounded by some of that yeah, absolutely absolutely and i mean that's something that i've actually recently been uh shedding a lot of light on to people because even prior to me even being thought of born and all of that you know i definitely um understood my roots once i started learning about music and uh just learning more about my city and my area and i for one um not just you know as much as i'm involved in hip-hop i definitely love all genres of music and i definitely listen to everything and um, have been influenced and inspired in all types of ways and i've definitely experienced that man i definitely i mean i share that with people now as far as the knowledge of san antonio goes and it's kind of 
uh, what other people would kind of consider its rebirth because I tell people all the time, I mean, you had, you know, greats from the Hendrix, you know, to Elvis, to all these artists that started their careers in San Antonio uh, a lot of the time doing a bunch of shows um, in the city and really building. And we really had a huge rock scene, you know, um, that started off that a lot of, you know, legendary, uh, you know, and pioneers in rock and roll, you know, would definitely go to share about, you know, stories coming from San Antonio. And um, I think that's something that I definitely take into consideration is just the great, evolution and things that can be happening that definitely you know you owe a lot to those artists that were here in that city and then you also owe a lot to the people of the city that supported it and you know made a, a great opportunity for people to come and enjoy that type of stuff so i'm definitely influ influenced by the rock movement i'm definitely inspired by it and i mean just the tour that i did with the homies puya and fat nick recently uh they actually stop and they do the chop suey record in between their whole set so i mean that's that was kind of cool to me seeing some younger cats coming from miami to stop their show and do a rock cover and for the whole crowd to get involved uh, the way that they do it's amazing man so yeah definitely love that well some people listening might think it's crazy that I asked you about metal in San Antonio because they don't know but of course I think the first thing somebody would think about is the Tejano music and the Latino music down there like I like one thing I like about your production is it's always been forward thinking and diverse like when I hear I don't feel like you have just one sound I do hear different things coming in through your music was that any kind of like <clears throat> I mean shoot San Antonio when I go down there I'm like <clears throat> I'm not eating nothing but Mexican food. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to like the spots. If I'm going to go to the flea market, go get my CDs down there. You know, like there's a culture in San Antonio that's like unlike any place I've been. Did that have an influence on you as well? Did you come up around like that type of music? A hundred and ten percent, man. And then some, you know, being that I am, you know, Mexican, you know, everybody knows me as Jay Money, but it's John Mendez, you know, back home in San Antonio. And um, my father's actually been in the radio industry, you know, my whole life, ever since I was born um, in 89. And, you know, it was nothing but, you know, Spanish music, you know, so it was nothing but the Hano. And um, at this particular time, uh, my brother actually works for KXTN, which is 107.5, uh, the biggest, you know, the Hano station out of San Antonio and probably worldwide as well. I know they got a huge following and uh so spanish music has a huge influence and that's something that um i take into consideration like you said when it comes to the music um i'm big on the details when i i'm working records and i'm big on you know how a snare sounds and how the drums are hitting and things of that nature so that's something that i really feel that i take from the tejano perspective because i just love the production on it um it's real i mean i learned i grew up learning the trumpets so that actually has a huge you know thing to do with as well as just the brass um arrangements that they have that's throughout the records and um as well as just the whole pretty much energy that comes with these records you know they're timeless records you know somebody like um who a lot of people are going to go to but you know you can never give her enough praise gonna be selena quintanilla and that's somebody that i think gave not only just a huge um perspective of you know the hispanic culture but i think as well showed the ways that us as human beings can be influenced by our surroundings be influenced by every experience in person that we come across and i think that's why she was doing so great at the diversity that she was crossing over making just great timeless music you know you can't make a label soul r&b whatever you want to name it but it was just to me timeless music and i think more than anything that's something that we strive for is just having something that is going to be something like that and i think nothing but the music that I ever grew up on, all Spanish music, the Hano, Merengue, you know, every different little genre that comes with it, I think it definitely has a huge impact on who I am because, I mean, that's just my culture. That's everything that I am. So, you know. For sure. And you used, <clears throat> excuse me, you used the word timeless a couple times in that. And I know it's the timeless crew. That's you, Worldwide, Danger, KP, The Prophet. I'm going to let you name them off. But tell me a little bit about that because to me, 
I'll never forget. I worked at a, at a festival in Austin called South by Southwest. Some people might have heard of before. And I would get hit up by people constantly. Like, <clears throat> I would get hit up by people constantly. Like, I need to get on South by Southwest. I need to get my man on South by Southwest. KP the Prophet sent me an email that was basically like, Matt, I know that you like, you know, what type of music you seem to like. You know, the more, you know, political, not just political, but conscious and smart you know, but down south and hard street music, you know, he, he, he knew what I was looking for to an extent, obviously. And he's like, this dude worldwide, man, he's in jail right now, but I'm telling you, he's going to be out by South by, I need you to put him on. And I was like, dude, I can't even put people who aren't in jail right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't, I, it, nine times out of 10, I would have ignored that email, like straight up. I'd have been like, who is this dipshit telling me that I should put this dude, this dude's in jail. I'm supposed to be, just risk that right now. But I clicked it and I listened and I was like, oh, like, yeah, this is, I mean, Worldwide is one of my favorite MCs, hands down. And I was listening, I was listening, and I was like, well, to be honest, I don't think it did work out that year, because I don't remember how it worked with him getting out and all that, but I was kind of, I can't, you know, I can't just do that. But from that moment, connecting with y'all, that's when it opened my eyes so big to what you guys have going on down there, and it's, I think it's incredible. The Timeless Crew is Megan timeless music and to be honest like perfectly honest it's the type of rap that i like to hear tell me a bit of a bit about the folks that you work closely with in the timeless crew yeah man timeless crew is definitely a family thing that's um something that's evolved over the years um you know of course worldwide everybody uh who's familiar with his you know discography and everything that he's done they'll be familiar with him with his uh beginnings with third degree with uh you know lavola kali marco boda and uh, so pretty much everything, uh, once he ended up, you know, going from that situation onto his own solo um, aspirations, you know, everything was pretty much timing, man. And that's why I, I think that, you know, Thomas was the, definitely the best fit for, you know, the way things have evolved because I've, I've always been a firm believer in, you know, everything happened for the right reasons, wrong reasons, just happening for a reason, you know, and that's something that I, I've always taken into consideration. So, Everybody that you see a part of Thomas Crew is people that have been down since the jump, since day one. So, yeah, you know, you got Danger, you got the homie uh, A-Train, you got the homie KP, you got the homie Slick Vic, uh, the homie Beast. I mean, it's definitely a huge conglomerate of not only just artists, but people who, like I said, we've built together for so many years, um, you know, the same visions, the same ideas um, that all built into this huge, I would say, just machine that's allowed us to continue to keep rolling keep um pursuing more and more opportunities that um allowed us to do some great things everybody has their own followings in different ways everybody has their own style so it just falls under that moniker of just being timeless things that we love because when we think timeless we think you know um diana ross we think marvin Gaye, we think things of that nature and not just the way the music sounded but the way that these people thought the way that these people presented themselves you know they were never concerned about you know i never have come across an article that talked about you know marvin Gaye being concerned with you know al green's record sales or diana ross being concerned with uh, donna summer's business you know i never you know you never saw that and i feel like that's a huge thing that that's a missing element in being timeless if you're gonna be timeless you got to be timeless in all aspects of life it's just not the music and that's something that i think that we share you know coming across the music when you meet us in person it's just timeless you know it's a different um different breed you know it's definitely cut from a different cloth so that's us man for sure man well why don't we get into an example of some of this music one of the first songs i that really caught my ear from worldwide it happened to be produced by you it's called wake up and i'll tell you 
if you name a song on your album wake up that's probably the first song i'm gonna play you know what i'm saying a lot of people do need to wake up you wake up and let me know you're out there you can hit us on the twitter i'm pusher mania on the twitter he's throwed mine 210 and uh we'd love to know that you're out there listening uh this is brand new or actually it's not brand new music from worldwide this is called wake up produced by jay money our guest here in pusher mania's playhouse yeah Yeah. Nigga, it's time to wake up. Yeah, yeah. I said it's time to wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Yeah. Nigga, it's time to wake up. Yeah. Nigga, it's time to wake up. Look, look. Wake up. Shit. Make a move for yourself for that ass get left. Straight up and down trying to get it right. From what I was told, you only get one life. But if you live like I live, you probably escape death more than twice. No self-preservation. Pushing out a pedal to the floor on life. Yeah, you heard me right. Move it. If you gon' play the game, don't say no name. 2001, I was 15. Moving crack cocaine. My how things change. Look, not old enough to drive, but a young nigga stuck in the fast lane. 85 on 35. Big Reggie sweets, double cup of that purple rain. Boy, I said, oh, cause the time versus the money don't equal out without this dope. Shit, time to wake up. Add attention. Nigga, shape up. You don't nigga, pick your paper. Yeah, these dope fiends made me pay for looking back on the streets cause we made it out But we never forget because them hoes made us Damn, what more can I say? That fake shit, that fuck shit happens every day But look, you can't hide from the real because it's always there Yeah, I think it's time to wake up Yeah, 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 nigga, it's time to wake up your soul and then lose control so off the road if your vision blinded common sense shit but sometimes we all need reminded i know time slow and the devil's playground is idle time me i take my problems write them down shit family over everything bottom line if you think a dollar sign changing that you out your mind nigga and I could care less if you feel the same nobody is perfect but that's no excuse not to change damn Giving you all I can, but if you ain't throwing shit back, then why should I extend my hand? Trying to live, shit, you get what you give. Trying to buy a couple acres in a crib for my kids. Feeling like I'm destined to win, like 10 times out of 10, and that's just what that is. Nigga, it's time to wake up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, nigga, it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up. Say, say, nigga, it's time to wake up. Wake up. Mama, it's time to wake up, wake up Yeah, yeah, nigga, it's time to wake up Man, see now, is it that hard? Is it that hard to make a song like that, Jay Money? Tell tell him something, man Is it really that hard for somebody to come out with a message in their music these days, dude? Absolutely not, man. And that's something that we definitely want to continue to do. That's something that we definitely want to continue to encourage other artists to do. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, I think it's just for any human being pursuing any type of creative outlet. I think that there's a stage and a moment where there's a little bit of confusion, a little bit of, you know, uncertainty in certain areas. But that doesn't mean at any point do you not have to share what's authentic to yourself, your own thoughts, 
your own perspectives, your own ideas. Everybody's entitled to their own opinions, but not all opinions are right. So that doesn't mean, you know, that all opinions should be shared. So it's just like you got to be totally honest, you know, more than anything. You got to be blatant, be truthful. And I mean, that's like you said, it's missing, man. It's a missing element. But we hope to continue to just display that in every bit whether it be on stage behind the boards in the booth we all are gonna just you know continue to bring that rail back man word well you mentioned earlier that uh you started out playing trumpet but i want to know a little more about um your beginnings in in hip-hop production now back when back around when you were probably not even in kindergarten yet i knew like pko i knew lil sin dudes like that uh, but modern day rap wise, the first person I heard about, like in the 2000s, the first person that I was really hearing bubbling out of San Antonio was Question. Did you get your start with Question at all? Or was he one of the early artists you were working with? Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, Question, and just like I said, it was it's another experience that I was, would share in my life and say, you know, it's a thing that I feel happened for the reasons that we can never explain man uh, question was definitely somebody that i met through mutual uh, acquaintances that i had friends with and actually at the time man i was 16 years old and i was working at waterburger man shout out to waterburger bro and that was definitely uh, actually how we met man he came through chopped it up and it was just funny i remember recognizing the name from myspace because obviously myspace was big at the time and then uh my friend played me the records and i'm just like hold on I, I think i've come across this went back on my computer seen it and of course it was him and from there we just ended up connecting man we ended up building together and that's where definitely um i would tell people you know that's going to be where i would be the place in my life where i decided to say you know i'm a producer because that's another thing that i'm big on it's like if you're gonna pursue a certain craft i don't think you should just give yourself the title until that you're fully prepared to take with that so I, the t responsibility that the title holds and that's something that um it took me a while to get comfortable with because i've been producing probably for probably since like 2001 2002 but i didn't really still call myself a producer and it didn't come until me a question did about did about three four records on one project and to me that was my first placement so it was when he was signed with cinematic music group at the time and so it was a big deal to me you know being a teenager you know i was barely just about to graduate high school and to have those two records so it definitely started with question and um that was definitely a great opportunity man shout out to the big homie q yeah, I can't really imagine what it'd be like to be 16 years old, have a MySpace account, and a couple records coming out on a potentially major label album. That might must have been a good time in your life. You mentioned Cinematic, and obviously you've worked with other Cinematic artists since then, right? You've got a good relationship with Johnny Shipes. Tell us uh, a little bit more, because I know I think the next song we're going to play that you brought out is uh, this new one from Mick Jenkins. Tell us a little bit about that and some of the other artists you've had placements with. Yeah, man, definitely. Shouts out to Cinematic Music Group, man. Um, this record that we got coming up next is going to be a record called Canada Dry, which is on the Waters Project by Mick Jenkins. Shouts out to Mick and everybody from that crew, man. Um, it's a funny story, actually, the way that came about, man. That record was initially um, supposed to be on Big Crit's album, man, for Catalactica. And um, so what had happened was, I mean, it was just a crazy just moment i'll never forget you know when i got the email it was like midnight 1 a.m or something phone lights up and some just an email from shipes let me know that hey chris working on the album he chose this beat hold it for us man he's riding to it right now and that just blew my mind you know what i mean just like oh shit what's what's about to happen man you know and uh you know time went on and you know i heard a demo a small piece but you know nothing else other than that but then later on you know uh, shipes told me you know we're thinking about signing this cat from uh, chicago i really want you to check him out 
and just me being into you know always discovering something new whether it's in music art whatever you know i was definitely intrigued and wanted to listen to it and uh i checked them out was very much impressed and next thing you know the record ended up going to mick man and for me i was just equally excited for that happening just because it being mick's first project on cinematic it being his introduction as an artist to the world um it was something big and special for me and that's definitely how that record came about man it's just uh you never know and that's my biggest thing you know working with artists i'm always wanting to work with the artists that i respect and i you know can be influenced and inspired by and it's always just wonderful you know to see how things come about man and that's what led to you know other placements um i'm gonna have an upcoming record coming out with nick caution and joey badass on nick caution's upcoming album a few other ones uh i'm gonna kind of keep and wait to you know saying some time go by but it got some stuff man and uh i'm just glad to have they support you know just support still I'm, i mean i'm 110 percent independent and coming out of san antonio i think for me more than anything that means a lot man just to come out um trying to set a new example man uh, i feel like myself even being a young so i think that you know i still take the influences that i got from the dj screw era the whole you know no limit era really knowing you know to take pride in your craft and take pride in ownership and uh that's something that i want to continue to do and set examples for man no matter how tough the road gets that's something that i want to continue to do man to show people that we can do this on our own in so many different ways as well as work with major you know uh labels in different ways as well that way we can all mutually benefit from each other because it's a different playing field and you know everybody got to get on that same ball so Real talk, man. Well, let's get into this song right here. It's called Canada Dry. The artist is Mick Jenkins. The producer is our guest today, Jay Money, out the deuce dime. Now you're tuned in to Pusher Mania's podcast. This is the first one, man. Let us know what you think. Pusher Mania on the Twitter, pushermania.com, all those things. In the papers, vapors, on fire if you couldn't tell But trust me, I ain't checking for no Jezebels or Delilahs Lot of niggas screaming that they real Perception is a motherfucking pill, you a liar I've been rocking boats since Aaliyah Trying to take it higher with these notes like Mariah Fuck with me, yo, connect ain't got it for the fray about the elevation, I can't keep it low-key OG, been to wake these niggas up Ain't been getting no sleep Trying to bring him more sheep I'm like little Bo Peep What you in it for? Cause they out here copping souls What they hit for? Are you the hitter or the leg? What's the different stuff? Yeah, I heard you got a plan What's the mission though? Cause this game is so foul Got a young man trying to move through the city Like a black time tippered up Like Stallone, you can fight it all you want But we still gonna be expendable These niggas don't listen, nah I was always told that you never really know what you got till it's gone Cancer called my granny before I got a chance to check her What the fuck was I on? I was playing checkers, this is chess Never put your faith into a check Gotta play the hand that you was dealt It's only four aces in the deck, motherfucker I've been riding round off this ginger ale Mama wouldn't like the way I smell right now Realest nigga out, can't you tell? Drink this water, tell me how you feel right now Riding around off this ginger ale Praying every day that I don't fail right now Healing niggas, how can't you tell? Drink this water, tell me how you feel right now 
Riding around off this ginger ale Mama wouldn't like the way I smell right now Realest nigga out, can't you tell? Drink this water, tell me how you feel right now Riding around off this ginger ale Praying every day that I don't fail right now Healing niggas, how can't you tell? Drink this water, tell me how you feel right now Man, it's real dope to hear things like this because I say one of the things that I saw as a bit of a problem and also a blessing for Texas. Back in the day, you know, Texas really did support Texas and uh, the screwed up clique who you mentioned earlier. Those guys were pretty self-contained and sustainable right here in Texas. They could go to San Antonio or Austin or Elgin or some crazy little town and do a show and make money. They were selling their tapes. The screw tapes were selling like crazy and they were like just getting dubbed everywhere. Everybody knew that, but... I think it held a lot of Texas artists back to just Texas. And a lot of them never even toured to Chicago, you know, outside the Ghetto Boys and some of this. But some of the new guys like yourself, I'm seeing reaching out to more directions, especially you. Does the Internet play a big role in that? Uh, absolutely. The Internet's a huge tool in connecting people. Um, but more so in the aspect that you're talking about, man, it's definitely something that I've been trying to shed more light on to people. Um, I just feel like from what I witnessed growing up, the industry the way it played i felt like the artists were entitled to work harder for some reason that was in my mind frame i felt that i would pretty much witness more artists going to these little towns or whatever somebody would consider a little town just because it doesn't have a name for itself and i feel like that's a huge element that's missing as well in artists who establish themselves whether it's on a major platform or not i feel like no matter how big your name is, I think it's still very much necessary that you go to every single region, every single place, because there are still people in certain areas that have not been able to have that intimate connection with the artist, hasn't had the chance to have that experience of a live show. And it's you can't really blame the audience at all times. You know, you got to find ways to make things more accessible to them. And I feel like that's a huge point in what we're trying to do is not only just you know, take pride in where we come from, but also help the people that support us take pride in where they come from. And, you know, because, I mean, we've always had a huge stigma for a long time that oh, San Antonio is boring, there's nothing to do there, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you know what, if you don't have the courage and the willpower to explore and to discover, then that's on you. You know, if you're used to the usual, whatever you claim to be, you know, the thing to do to have some fun and that's enough for you, then you're going to be bored. But I feel like there's certain places that, you know, that you're going to miss out on. And I feel like when we went on tour with everybody from Ritz to this last one, I just was on, you know, I feel like we learned a lot of different things from the environment. You know, we learned a lot of different things talking to these people in these towns that we've never been in. And I'm sure that they never came to San Antonio once in their life. And it just felt good to be able to, you know, wear that on our sleeve and be able to represent and actually you know go with that mentality and knowing that in order to make an impact you have to you know leave an everlasting impression you got to do that in so many different ways and i think that's a huge element man that we got to bring back is hit up every town don't just hit up la just hit up the main spots no hit up every single spot in every region every area shake hands show love and let your voice be heard I, for one, have never been bored in San Antonio in my life. I always have a good time in, in San Antonio, hands down. You know what I like down there? I like the little shitty bars that you have down there. Austin doesn't have those. Austin has a bunch of clubs and, like, bars and the $6 beers and stuff. You go to San Antonio, you can walk in a place, they're going to have a deep-fried turkey, some tacos, 
some chili and a bunch of like three dollar drinks. It's amazing. I love that city. You can you can always find a good time there, and the history too in San Antonio. That's that's Texas history's heart heartbeat right there, man. Well, speaking of the tour, you just went on all that. I see the next song you want to play is uh, from Dre Biggs. The song's called VSOP, and I'd like to know a little bit more about him and and some of the artists you just were out on the road with. Absolutely, man. Dre Biggs was uh, one of the artists um, that was headlining on this tour. It was the Buffet Boys tour, man. Uh, featured the homie Puya, the homie Fat Nick, and the homie uh, Young Simi, all out of Florida. And uh, Dre Biggs is actually from California, Moreno Valley, Murder Valley. Shouts out to everybody out there, man. Um, and he represents that UTB lifestyle, man, which is going to be a huge just conglomerate out of California that when you see that smiley face they already know man and uh the, the boys is just talented and boys are genius and you know dre is definitely a mastermind and everything that goes on behind it and uh you know he set up this uh whole tour you know I, I actually got the chance to assist with everything uh during the texas run and just experience everything that i i've continued to know you know same with him you know i've pretty much been working with him about the same time i've been working with uh worldwide man around 06 07 and uh the same thing man and that's what definitely impressed me and showed me um i would say all the time you know we feel like san antonio is just like a sister city to california and uh i feel like that's really what it was i spent some time out there in his city and uh it definitely was that same feeling man and it's just been proven like i said take some time let it evolve and you know things will come you know what i'm gonna say he already knows. He knows San Antonio is just like Compton. I just had to interrupt. Hold on. Already. Exactly. You know, it's very much well known, man. And, you know, so that's what it is, man. So we've been working for a minute. And that's another thing, man, that I take huge pride in and um, huge responsibility in as well. It's just being able to know that something that I created back home in San Antonio, the place that nobody talks about. For it to connect with the artists in California or for it to connect with the artists in Chicago or for whatever, New York, and for it to make such an impact to the way the listeners embrace it, yo, that means so much to me. That's just more than any record sale, any iTunes sale, any of that would ever mean, you know, just to see that. And that's something that is, you know, because like you said, Texas as well, when it comes to the music side, always had this stigma of Texas sound and how it sounded. And I just feel like, you know, Texas is a way of life. You know, we have our own little thing going out here. And until you're actually out here for a long enough time to embrace it, then you you really won't know it. And I feel like that's what I want to continue to bring, man. It's just another element to show Texas and the way that we view it, the way that we grew up learning about it and knowing it. And, yeah, that's what it is. So you got this Texas and California connection, man. Dre Biggity, Dre Biggs, man. J Money, VSOP. Check out for that EP that's going to be on, man. Louis Vuitton. VSOP. It's very special, it's players only Nigga not for phonies, nigga no jabronis It's strictly homies, my niggas that know me I'm super low-key, just let me proceed And stack these proceeds I got this product, I ship it, rock it None can stop it, it's super poppin' They pussy poppin', these hoes is jockin' I got my queen, I got my team It's vision scene, monetary in Montreal This shit is heavy, broke the levy Don't flood the streets, I came to eat Dre B, young player from the MLA Tell them straight up, ain't my paper, nigga, i see you later Niggas hate me, ain't seen me lately I'm catching flights, I catch her eyes She catch a vibe, I know your type Been a player, super rare, can't compare ya Can't compete, I'm out your league A fucking boss, nigga, built a squad Pay the calls, nigga, bet that meal Nigga, bet it's real, cause all the homies done touched them deals Be for real, better than who? No, my dude, not a clue I'll be touching this dude and make 
making these moves. Number true, shawty be begging a nigga to knock them boots. I thought you knew, I ain't sweating no bitch, especially you. A cup of Henny, that glass of mo, that give and go. Me and J Money, that pick and roll, stock them alone. It's very special. It's strictly player. Every day a nigga wake up trying to up my haters. It's very special. It's strictly player. They used to hate us every day, now they congratulate us. It's very special. It's strictly player. It's Dre B, that young player from the Himalaya. It's very special. Every day a nigga wake up trying to up my haters. Man, well, so far, all three of those tracks were very distinct and different sounding. You know, they all had their own vibe and their own uh, style of MC. I love to see a producer who could really get in and, and work with, with a different variety of artists. Now, I know we're getting close here to the to the end of the first edition of Pushing Mania's podcast. And the last song we're talking about playing is from Tuck and Estot of the League of Extraordinary G's from Austin, Texas. The song's called Good Smoke. That's a topic we like to talk about and uh, live about every day. Tell me a little bit about the connection between, you know, everybody, you know, we just talked about San Antonio. People don't know about that, but like, it seems like everybody knows Austin now, man. What's the connection? I mean, people don't really realize this. You can get to, you can get from downtown Austin to the north side of San Antonio in an hour. You know, you can get to the heart of San Antonio, an hour and a half tops. Tell me a little bit about that connection and, and some of the timeless crew and, and the people you have connected with out here in Texas. Man, um, it would definitely be just a lo- pretty much a long line, man, of talented artists, man. Uh, from like you said, from Times Crew back home to everybody out here in Austin, that you know, I thirty five connection, you know, that's very much blatant right there. You know, um, everybody from the Low G's to the LNS crew, uh, Corey Kendrick's kid. Uh, to the homie Khalil, you know, out here, it's a bunch of different artists, and I'm always discovering new artists, man. Um, more and more out here. Um, but that's something that I definitely love to continue to do is just work with every bit of talent coming out of Texas in any way possible, man, from the R&B acts to the hip hop acts to alternative, whatever, you know, like I said, I'm a big music lover, man. And that's something that I really want to take, you know, just great ownership in and showing other people that, you know, I thought that, you know, when we grew up listening to music, I thought it was about really embracing it and enjoying it for everything you know i remember watching concerts that had everybody from sublime and snoop dogg you know as the headliners and i feel like we got to do a better job of you know not really having that instant criticism that we have of certain music and certain things when we listen to it for the first time i think a lot of the ways that we approach music is wrong on our part as a listener and i think we need to own that and i think that we need to do a better job of really appreciating the art for what it is and you know everything that has a time and place man and austin texas has definitely given me a lot of inspiration austin texas has definitely given me a lot of just visionary just knowledge and stuff of that nature and yeah man everybody in texas that's out here doing their thing they're definitely putting on uh shout out to amber london out in houston uh lyric michelle uh there's just so many man we can go on and on and on for sure um and i'm just glad that i was able like i said connect with the homies uh league of extraordinary cheese on this record matter of fact on this record we even have the legendary d madness he actually played bass on this record man so that was very much a huge thing to me as just a producer and just a connoisseur of music man that man is legendary so for him to have even considered to touch this record and bless it for us it was a huge thing and a uh, shout out to kiki star as well she did the hook on it um she's a great talented artist out of san antonio so i'm just glad everybody came together on this record and it's another way for us to represent texas man real talk we're gonna close out with tuck and s dot a league extraordinary g's the song is called good smoke and got kiki star in it too 
man, that's dope, dude. We're going to get into this song. We're going to come back, say our goodbyes, give you all the contact information. You want to hassle Jay Money for his beats, whatever you want to do, we're going to get you all sewn up with that. We'll be right back to finish off the first edition of Pusher Mania's podcast.
We're going to wrap things up here in the Playhouse, live from Pusher Mania's Playhouse. It's the Pusher Mania podcast. You can get it on SoundCloud.com slash Pusher Mania. You can get it at PusherMania.com. That's the Tumblr I'd love for you to follow me on. The Instagram is Pusher Mania. The Twitter is Pusher Mania. And there's a Pusher Mania's playlist page on the Facebook that's sorely neglected. I'd love it if you hit me there and let me know that I should be doing more with that. Jay Money, man, I appreciate you coming through. Definitely great to sit down and talk to you, shed a little light on what you've got going on on San Antonio, one of my favorite cities, and definitely the Timeless Crew, one of my favorite crews in all of hip-hop, man. It's definitely great to talk to you. Why don't you let the people know if they want to get in touch with you, give them, the, give them anything, give them whatever contact you want to give them. Yes, sir, man. Y'all can reach me at Throwed Mind 210 That's Twitter, that's Instagram, all that, man. Y'all can check out the website, throwedmind.com. And yeah, man, check out everything. Stay tuned. Uh, the EP's coming soon, Orchestra of Minds. New music for all the homies, man. So y'all just stay tuned for some bunch of just craziness, man, from the videos to the quality of them MP3s that y'all gonna be copying, man. Just stay tuned. It's coming real soon, and we're gonna have something nice for y'all. Word up. We'll be back maybe next week, maybe tomorrow. I don't know, man. Why don't you hit me up and let me know what you think? And I'm going to need you, the listeners, to do me a favor and stay on my ass about this shit, man. Get me uh, get me doing more of this. I love doing these interviews, talking to these young artists out here on the move, man. This has definitely been a great time. Thanks to Jay Money. Thanks, to everybody, for tuning in. This has been the first edition of Pusher Mania's Podcast. <laughs>